are listening to Pharmacy IT and Me, your informatics pharmacist podcast. Hey everyone, this is Tony and welcome to another episode of Pharmacy IT and Me. As with every episode, we start this one saying that the intent audience is everybody. And today is actually an episode that we recorded last week with Dr. Christy Chung and Dr. Whitley Yee on the AI Collective. So let's just get right into it. Well, hey, how are you guys doing today? Doing good. Doing well, thank you. How are you? Good, good. You know, ASHP is this week and we are recording during the week of ASHP, which is also the same time that both of you have uh, have launched the AI Collective, which is really, really cool. But, you know, like just before we talk about what AI Collective is, um, it's actually something I've been curious about is that I know both of you are like not in the same geographical location. So <laughs> I was wondering, like, how did you both kind of get started and, you know, decided that you you could do this thing together? It's funny because we were talking about how we first met and we actually can't trace it back exactly um, in terms of like sequence of events. What I would say probably one and a half to two years ago through LinkedIn and, and then Slack. So through the Pharmacist Connect Slack, either one of us reached out to the other one. And then we talked about what our interests were. And then we somehow landed on the topic of artificial intelligence. Yeah, I, yeah, I know it's funny because yeah, we we're trying to like trace it back and be like, how, how did our how did our conversations first get started? But I, yeah, I remember we began talking about AI and like our own journeys of trying to kind of figure out like learn more about the space and how hard it was to find information and get started and sort of how vast the topic was. And that kind of led us to think about how, you know, there wasn't really a lot of good resources out there. And the more we started talking, we're like, this would be awesome. Like this would be a great thing for us to create and put out there for other people. I think it was actually a really gradual process. Like we had this discussion very early on as we were getting to know each other. And then we started brainstorming about you know, what we could do. And then that naturally became um, our, you know, our education series that we've put out a few posts for. Um, and then now the AI Collective. Yeah, I was going to actually mention that education series. So um, I guess for our listeners, just to kind of distinguish the two voices, I didn't really introduce you guys individually. But um, I guess for Christy, uh, Christy was the first one who was uh, speaking. What was the first thing that you kind of like thought of, like in terms of like, how can AI be be educated for um, healthcare individuals? I think it really just stems from personal experience. So as I was exploring more of digital health, artificial intelligence kind of fell onto my lap. Um, but I realized it's, there's so much out there, but at the same time, it's so hard to make sense of it all. Um, so, you know, I, I did my best through Google and different searches to really try to understand artificial intelligence. And then, you know, when I started talking to Whitley, I was like, I'm not the only one in this position. <laughs> We're kind of in that same boat. So um, I think that's where we got things started, really. Awesome. And then for Whitley, like when you first kind of like uh, learn about this, was it during your residency years or was it like maybe before that? Um, how, how did that kind of come about? I had the interest before residency, but it was really within residency that I really started digging into AI. And, and initially, it was all really around the question of, of implementation because, and adoption, because I'd seen the, the kind of functionality that AI has in other spaces. And so, so curious of like, why do we not see the same 
like, why are we not leveraging the technology, you know, to the same degree in the healthcare space? And so I really got into it because I was thinking about what is sort of the barriers to adoption and implementation and why are clinicians, you know, not more involved in, I said, I guess, in, you know, implementing different AI algorithms in practice. And so that's kind of that curiosity stemmed a lot of the research and then subsequent presentations I did during residency around that. Awesome. So, so then you guys got together, you did that educational series and uh, you just launched the AI Collective. And um, can you kind of just describe, I guess, what is the AI Collective? I know it's a website, but I guess what are, what's the expectation of someone that would um, navigate there? Like what would they find there? And so the AI Collective right now, our envision is create a platform where we can inspire and empower pharmacists to become more involved in AI you know, at the foundation of that is where I think the education piece really comes into play. And, you know, the roadmap series that we've created about how to kind of introduce these concepts and we'll continue to build off of that and have blog posts that really kind of dive into really analyzing and kind of assessing some of the, you know, latest research in AI and how to approach it or how to look at it from a clinical lens. And then, you know, we want to continue to build it out and it also be a platform where we can help collect or help promote collaboration with pharmacists and other data scientists and like really bring pharma, you know, really encourage pharmacists to to get involved in in AI development and get involved in kind of what that will and shaping AI in the healthcare space. Yeah. And going back to an earlier point, you know, there's a growing amount of literature in AI. But what we found really was that there, there weren't a lot of resources specifically for healthcare professionals and pharmacists even. So I guess we wanted to start from the very beginning to really distill all of this information down um, and help people understand the basic concepts to Whitley's point. Um, so that, you know, should they be involved in the future in the development of algorithms, you know, any sort of that development process, they have a basic understanding and they can communicate with other external stakeholders, other collaborators, and really provide that clinical perspective based on their background and training. So I guess like what is the big need, like the big immediate need that you kind of see right now in terms of like AI and healthcare? The biggest need that at least we're trying to to fill is helping make AI accessible to pharmacists and clinicians and kind of giving, probably helping provide those tools and resources for knowing where to start and how to understand the different concepts. And, you know, based on everyone's individual goal, kind of know where, what direction to take of how deep into the topic you can get and what the most valuable resources for that are. Yeah. So, if we think about digital health broadly, like artificial intelligence is a subfield probably within digital health. So much like any other digital health field, I think our goal is really to start getting pharmacists and other clinicians involved, um, giving them a voice as well um, as we you know, navigate this whole digital transformation within the healthcare industry. So that's our primary goal to really set people up for success because 
um, you know, we, we think that artificial intelligence is going to be a big part of this industry and many other industries going forward. So how do we um, empower pharmacists and pharmacy students and clinicians um, so that they can be more involved in the future? That's really cool. So, you know, like for the AI collective, I know it's, this is just a starting point right now, but um, where do you kind of see the AI collective play in like the next few years? Like what are the future plans? Um, I, I know the initial part is just to have everybody start to have a starting point to understand a little bit more about AI and then the roadmap for like learning about AI and healthcare. But um, do you have any other future plans? So we've toyed with the idea of expanding our roadmap and potentially doing some sort of online course in the future. But beyond the education piece, I think really, you know, establishing it as a platform to collaborate with other pharmacists and students, with um, computer scientists, with engineers, or, you know, other stakeholders that are involved in artificial intelligence or any relevant technologies. Um, I think that's also another potential avenue that we can explore and also advocating for pharmacists um, within this field, I would say. Yeah, I would, I would agree. And I, I know there is a lot of, you know, some of the most exciting projects or progressive projects, you know, seen in AI have been really based on collaborations between healthcare professionals and data scientists and looking at that, you know, multidisciplinary um, collaboration. And so if we can help be a platform and create a community that would encourage and promote different collaboration and help get pharmacists and other clinicians connected and cert, you know, and serving as SMEs with different data science projects. I think that would be a really exciting avenue to explore. And I think Whit- Whitley is a perfect example of this. So she's been involved in, you know, some hackathons of sort relating to AI in particular, and she's, you know, usually the only pharmacist on a team. And maybe this could be a platform where we can find um, like-minded individuals and really you know, get together and attend some of these hackathons or think tanks. Wow. Yeah, that's that's a really cool idea. And then it's really exciting to kind of think about like, this is this is a new venture. I haven't seen something like AI in healthcare by, you know, two pharmacists like this, you know, so it's really cool to see that you guys are doing this. And I guess the other thing I wanted to ask too, is that uh, do you like, where do you kind of see AI in 10 years as it pertains to healthcare? And, um, you know, there's that whole mentality that people are kind of scared of this like you know like is AI going to take over is AI going to like remove the human touch like what do you guys think about that I think that's a great question and and I think it in a lot of ways where AI kind of goes in the future is partly going to depend on you know the degree of adoption and really how it's implemented because I think that's one of the biggest barriers right now but I think in the future we'll see a lot more automation of of certain tasks that you know are routine and repeatable, especially as computer vision, you know, that continues to improve and NLP capabilities continue to improve. I think with AI, we'll we'll also really start to see a shift in kind of going from very programmatic, stepwise care to algorithm and model-driven based care. And you know, currently that looks the same for everybody, and then going into a space where all of that is going to be driven by personalized predictive algorithms. And so what the recommendations are for when someone should get monitored, what exactly when someone should have a dose adjustment and to what degree would be individualized and sort of fine-tuned that person's 
own health metrics and desired outcomes. Yeah. And I think to your point earlier, Tony, I know there is this concern about it potentially replacing jobs, but like any other digital tool, I think it's really meant to just augment our day-to-day, really augment our clinical practice or, you know, whatever practice setting we're in, right? Yes, there will be some overlap potentially of some responsibilities and we might have these machines really take over, but that's not to say that we can't be effective in other areas. And I think what it is, is that it really just opens up room for us to maybe, you know, be more hands-on with the patient, right? Or maybe, you know, our responsibilities are going to shift a little bit, but I do think it allows us to be more effective and productive. And I think with AI and potentially other digital technologies as well, you know, we can leverage more of our clinical training and other skill sets that pharmacy schools prep us really well for, right? And some of the manual tasks that can be automated will be automated. Yeah, I mean, and and that's so true. And if, you know, automating a lot of the routine, even documentation tasks and all of the data collection and EHR documentation, you know, a lot of that, removing that friction and that really um, very time-consuming aspect of care can free clinicians for other, um, you know, to spend more time with the patient and to spend more time on clinical activity. So yet at Christie's point, I think we, we, we will certainly see a shift, but that's why I think it's so important to become involved in, in defining what that shift looks like so that we understand where we really want to position ourselves in what healthcare looks like 10 years in the future. Yeah. No, Whitley brings up a really good point and it might not be as a parent, but With artificial intelligence and other technologies, yes, this really big field is moving so quickly and it's been accelerated by the COVID-19 pandemic, right? But what people might not realize is that there need to be clinicians and pharmacist perspectives in the shaping of integration of technologies into the healthcare industry. And that's where we come in. And I guess with the AI Collective, another vision or mission of ours is really to educate people so that they can help make these decisions, right? In terms of how technology is going to influence the care that we provide our patients. Yeah. And, you know, I, I really agree with all that because it's very similar just to uh, on the pharmacy informatics side too, with all the technologies um, making things that are operational a little bit more efficient. Like there is that concern too, just from that side of things. And it's pretty much the same kind of like thought process where we should be at the table making these decisions because it is affecting our practice. Exactly. So like if we if we're there to like make those decisions, it will also help us shape with our practice as well. So um, it's a really good point that you guys brought that up. Um, and I guess one other thing I wanted to um, ask too is that you know you both are not even in the same country, so so there's a lot of like difference in practice there. And I, I don't know if that really also pertains to AI in terms of healthcare. So is there, do you guys see any difference between, you know, um, Christy in Canada and Whitley in the U.S. Um, for that, that, uh, that need for AI in healthcare? Tony, that your question is very timely because the next um, quote unquote part that we're going to release onto the education roadmap um, on our website is the regulations, policies, and standards aspect of the roadmap. So um, we'll definitely expand upon it there. But from a regulation perspective, um, Health Canada, so our regulatory body, actually tends to mirror quite closely with FDA. So 
In terms of their frameworks currently, um, there isn't that much of a difference, but I do see differences with certain countries in Europe, for example. Um, and, you know, we'll go into it in a bit more detail in the roadmap, but there are certainly, certainly countries that are more progressive and more forward thinking. They may have slightly different angles in terms of the policies that surround implementation of these technologies. So um, it's interesting to follow along, I would say. Mm-hmm. I agree. And I think it's been, you know, learning more about pharmacy in Canada. And I, I think in addition to like the regulation and policies, even just like the practice setting itself and just, you know, the pharmacy of practice also can have an influence as well. And so it's been, you know, interesting, I think, getting to have that, that other perspective. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, like I, I remember first speaking with Christy about um, how, how the practices in Canada just for pharmacy, right? And it's, it's kind of eye-opening because like over in the U.S., you know, we, we grew up here, we learn all the practices here. And then when speaking with people outside of the country from the U.S., it's just, it's just like eye-opening uh, to see like what's going on in um, everywhere, uh, everywhere else in terms of practice. Um, so, so, you know, like for, for people who are interested in, you know, learning more about AI and the AI collective, um, I guess, like, can you kind of just go over about like how to find out more or um, where they can contact or reach you? Absolutely. So, so to find out more, just head over to our website, aicollective.co, um, or reach out to either Christy, Christy and I on LinkedIn. Um, and then there's also a, a link on the website to subscribe to our newsletter. Um, and or contact either of us directly. And we would love for anyone to reach out to us. Mm-hmm. And just to add to that, we've been continually working on a resources or a collection of resources on anything related to AI. So from academic journals to online courses to podcasts. So that's also another great way to start and to pair that with the AI roadmap that we've built as well. Um, but I guess one ask from us is for the audience, um, if you have any feedback or if there are certain topics or concepts that you'd like to see more of or you want explained, feel free to give us a shout and you know we'll add that to the roadmap or in future blog posts. Awesome. Thanks for being on the podcast and sharing more about you know the AI collective. And um, but you know, to be respectful of your time, I'd like to uh, thank you again, both of you for being on the podcast. And I hope both of you have a great day. Thank you. Thank you very much, Tony. All right. If you like our show, please share with your friends, or you can help us out by writing a review on Apple Podcasts or any of your other favorite podcasting services. You can also check us out on social media, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or LinkedIn, and you can also reach out to me at Tony at PharmacyITME.com. If you want to network, you can check out the Pharmacist Select group at PharmacistConnect.com, which is P-H-A-R-M-A-C-I-S-T-S-C-O-N-N-E-C-T.com. There's different topic channels, including informatics, and I've met some great colleagues on there, and I look forward to connecting with you as well. Thank you again for listening, and I'll see you on the next episode of Pharmacy. CIT and me. And remember, technology is a tool, patient care is the goal.